Hello, and thank you for downloading episode 39 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Two quick things that I'm thankful for, and I know Mark is thankful for as well. Number one is the We Got This Throwdown poster, available now at maxfunstore.com. It will ship in time for the holidays, the perfect holiday gift. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, doesn't matter. Any gift you want to give, that poster fits it. I'm pretty confident about that. Second, if you're going to be in... Second, if you're going to be in San Francisco this January, we're going to be there for Sketchfest recording a live... We're going to be there for Sketchfest recording a live episode at the Punchline on Sunday, January 10th at 12.30 p.m. We've got Carter Parton Rogers opening for us once again at a very special guest, Mythbusters' own Adam Savage. We've got an awesome topic lined up for him. We haven't even told him what it is yet, so I can't tell you right now. But I can tell you tickets are on sale at this very moment. So go to sfsketchfest.com. We're right there on the schedule. You can click on our show and buy tickets. Get them now before they're all gone. And now, without any further ado, our special Thanksgiving episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Thanksgiving side dish. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, why did you say that like it was Halloween? Uh, I didn't. I was, I was trying to say it like I was, uh, very excited. Do I sound like, when oh. I'm excited, do I sound like it's Halloween? You went, Happy Thanksgiving. It was very like, like a spook, not like spooky, like an actual scare, but spooky, like a record that you would get as a kid that's like, This record is spooky. I- I'm glad to know that when I try to be sing-songy, I just scare children. Yeah. Well, you scare children when you're not trying to be sing-songy. <laughs> it's just a general look I have. I should get rid of that van. You really should. Uh, today we're not talking about Halloween. Today we are talking about Thanksgiving. Yes. And, uh, specifically, what is the best Thanksgiving side? Who asked this question, Hal? Actually, Mark, this is a special holiday episode. So th- we're just doing something that's sort of seasonally appropriate. It's possible somebody has suggested this. I, I haven't written down every single suggestion yet because there are so many. We're, we have an embarrassment of riches and we have an embarrassment of riches, and yet we're doing one that no one suggested, Hal. Well, this is seasonally appropriate. That's I, true. I, this is my suggestion. I've heard it suggested by people around my office. That's why oh. it could be them. This but, um, mythical office that you always talk about. You've been um, to my office. I, you know what? I, I don't think it's the same place that you're describing on the show because the place you're describing on the show is vibrant and full of life. And when we went, I was the only one there and you. Well, it was a weekend. <laughs> How about the, the syntax on that sentence? It was great. It was perfect. No, a real shut grammarian. up. Um, it's, <laughs> it's very early, uh, that we are recording this episode, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Earlier for me than for you, but, it, but my 730 is, uh, is your 1030. Yeah, gosh, recording at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> Ugh, it's so early. 
All right, let's talk about Thanksgiving, Hal. Yes. Since you suggested this. Yes. This um, is, I, I mean, turkey is obviously <laughs> that we could argue about meats. I mean, I know some people. And like we have, haven't roast. we? Have we argued meat yet? I think we've agreed on meat in, in our personal lives. <laughs> That's true. We do these, we do have episodes of the show that happen just between you and I, like in a car. That's right. <laughs> the show existed long before we started recording it. <laughs> right. You and I agree generally on meat, both on the pluses and few minuses of eating it and on which ones are the best. But today we're not talking about the protein. We're talking about the carbs. That's right. That's right. We are. We're talking side dishes. And I have it narrowed down to nine that I think are sort of the traditional <laughs> classics. Nine. Nine. I, and I may be wrong. I want you to tell me My more. My goodness. What? <laughs> there are less. Well, let's – before we get into into the traditional ones, I think we should uh-huh. discuss the stuff that we're not going to put in there. Okay. Which is like there are a lot of people who have like their own special so- – like we make uh, a raspberry slaw with bacon and chitlins in it that we serve you do? Thanksgiving and that's the best side dish. No, we don't. Is this Somebody uh- does. Somebody does. Oh, I thought you were oh, – man, I got excited for a second. I thought you were telling me about a really wonderful sounding <laughs> side dish. That had chitlins and bacon and and raspberries. I was trying to come up with something terrible. Maybe I should be a chef. You should. I've seen worse on cooking shows. Uh, let me ask you this, Hal. What is you, what is your aside from the turkey? What does your Thanksgiving plate look like? What on that plate will not fall under this nine? That is an insanely high number of side dishes. No wonder everybody passes out in front of the football game after Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> um. <laughs> what 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 is on your Thanksgiving plate that isn't on other people's? Um. Well, I, I'm probably a bad example because I, I eat like like a five year old, which we've determined <laughs> before. So yeah, your Thanksgiving dinner is chicken fingers and fries. Yeah, and it's put on a burnt and nerdy plate, and sometimes <laughs> I get my own special <laughs> fork and knife to eat it with. So I'm doing just fine on Thanksgiving, mm. Mark. Um, no, mm-hmm. mine mine is much more basic. You know, I'll put, uh, like a, like a veggie side dish on there, uh, dinner roll, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and that, that's, and the turkey. That's generally what's on my plate. I'll try other things, but I also recognize that it's possible that the best side dish is one that I do not eat or don't, wouldn't, uh, normally serve. It's likely the best side dish is something that you don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a lot of the, we have a lot of the traditional elements. Uh, we have a few things that o- only my family and maybe not my, just my family, but in the South, uh, they're more, there are things that are more common in the South than there are anywhere else. Uh, some people call it ambrosia. Uh, and it is, it is the way we make it is a different recipe that my mom got from the good people at craft, like, or my grandmother got from the good people at craft, like, I don't know how many years ago, whenever they invented Cool Whip. Right. They came up with this thing, this, uh, this dish that was a tub of Cool Whip, a, uh, a packet of pistachio jello pudding, uh, a can of Dole pineapples. I'm assuming all of these are from the same company. Right. And a bag of miniature jet puffed marshmallows. And you, you know, whip that all together and it's called Watergate salad. I don't know if this has anything to do with the Watergate hotel. I don't know why it is called Watergate salad. Um, 
you could stuff it in Richard Nixon's uh, mouth so he wouldn't say the words that are on those missing minutes of the tapes. I don't know. Oh, uh, I-, I know why. I know why. It's because normally you get the recipe delivered to you by a guy in a trench coat who slides it across the floor <laughs> in a manila envelope in a parking garage. Sure. And you have to deep throat the contents of the bowl. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was a Watergate joke, not a dirty joke, by the way. <laughs> So Watergate salad was a big one for us. Um, we also, my mom did a, my mom doesn't like mushrooms and my, I spent my entire life, uh, hating mushrooms until I was, until I left to go to college only because my mother hated them. So we never ate them. So she told me that I hated them. So, all right. Uh, now I love <laughs> mushrooms, but my mother would make the green bean casserole and the traditional green bean casserole. Well, you know what? I'll get to this story. I will, I will leave you dangling right there and I will get to this story when we talk about the green bean casserole. Okay. Um, I do have we a do quick, m- uh, I have a quick ambrosia story for you. Oh, please. You have my a southern dad. wife. Uh, I do have a southern wife, but this is actually about my parents in Northeast Philadelphia in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm, I don't know if I cotton to Yankees enjoying ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have parking garages too. We can get the recipe. It's not a problem. <laughs> We're very close to the Watergate Hotel in Philadelphia. Um, oh, maybe that's where it's from. No, there's no hotel that's going to serve Cool Whip and Jello pudding mixed together. Are you kidding me? In the 70s, they would serve anything because it was a new fad. <laughs> oh, if, <laughs> you've got to have a Cool Whip dish. Yeah. Put it in a fondue pot. <laughs> so my father uh, struggled mm-hmm. with his weight I'm familiar. for a good amount of his life. And mm-hmm. in, the, in the late 70s, early 80s, he was, he was heavier. And my mother, who was always thin, had made him amb- – she would make him ambrosia, which he enjoyed a great deal. But obviously, it's not a very healthy food to have, despite the fact no, that – No, it's Cool Whip and Marshmallows. Yeah, exactly. So she had made ambrosia for him, and he knew that she was making ambrosia. And she – so she made it, and then all of a sudden was like, you know what? Bill, Bill wants to be healthier. I'm going to throw out this ambrosia that I've made. <gasps> And no, and he probably won't even remember that I was going to make it. So she throws the ambrosia out. This is her oh story. My God. By the she throws the ambrosia <laughs> out. And then later on, he comes through the door singing about ambrosia. Oh, singing, no. Ambrosia. I'll soon be eating my ambrosia. My mother burst into tears. And that is the entire story as it was told to me by my mother. Oh my God. Did she wind up making him another ambrosia after that? Well, if that's the entire story, I, I guess no, we'll yeah. never know. <laughs> we'll never know. That's, that, that's a cliffhanger that I will not resolve for you. I'm trying to figure out what song he was singing ambrosia to the tune of. Is it Maria from West Side Story? I think it, you know, ambrosia. I'm just about to eat some ambrosia. You know, the next time we have him on, we'll have to ask him, but in my hell, son of um, Bill Lublin. I was singing the high anxiety theme, the Mel Brooks from Mel Brooks's high anxiety. And this how is showing the difference between you and I. (laughs) (laughs) Any random tune, I'll think, oh, it's from a show. You think, oh, it's from a Mel Brooks movie. (laughs) It's coded into our DNA. It really is. Yeah. Um, All right. So was Ambrosia one of your nine? No. No. Do you want me to tell you the nine? Uh, first of um, all, let's see if there's any odd ones first. Okay. Uh, well, any I other? Would, you- I would, I would take out salads. 
Yeah. I, like salads salad are for, is not a for, side dish. No, salads are salads are rabbit food. And I don't appreciate the trend of putting a salad on your dinner plate. Because a dinner plate is a finite amount of real estate. So we recently had um Thanksgiving. Do you mean just in general or do you mean for Thanksgiving? I mean in in general, there's a certain amount of, of real estate <laughs> that you have on your plate that's available for really good food. And salad right. is great, but it, it goes on the side. Like it goes on its own dish that you get have beforehand or afterwards if you're European. We recently had mm-hmm. uh Thanksgiving at my company. Um they did like a Thanksgiving feast for us and it was at delicious. this mythical office. Yes, at this mythical office. The unicorn served us great food. No, the the food was amazing. And the plates were a decent size, but I went to get salad first and then I realized this salad, even though it's not that much, is taking up a ton of real estate. And I if you want to know a thing I'm really anal about, I hate when my food mixes on the plate. I like to mix it myself with each bite. Really? So do you do like little uh do you do napkin dams? No, no, I'm not that crazy. Okay. Because then you then you then you might be eating napkin and that's just gross. Yeah. Do you like a partitioned plate? Yes, I, partition plates are good. Although that <laughs> I have a problem with that because they're telling me how much I should have. <laughs> um, I look at it and I go, "Well, I guess I got to go vertical here. <laughs> I have to have Doric columns of food on my plate." Oh, oh my god! But uh, that's the thing. Like, you'll be in trouble when you start dish. making Corinthian columns on your plate because <laughs> they're way fancier, right? They're the fancy ones. I don't remember yeah. art. Anyway, <laughs> so your, your salad's taking up too much real estate. Did you just dump it on the floor? No, I, I ate it. It was all fine. I mean, look, it's not it's not the end of the world, but it, it is like, oh, this salad should be on its own. Now now all the plate that could have been filled with turkey and stuffing and potatoes and, and veggies has the salad taking up like a third of the plate. What gives salad? <laughs> salad gives nothing. Yeah, it just sits there like Madam Trash Heap. Four-time reference. Four-time reference. Four. Boom. You know what? One more and everybody gets their punch card filled. (laughs) Then we take everybody to Starbucks. (laughs) So we're really going to need to budget that last one out, huh? We really, really are. I mean, we can't mention Madam Trash Heap again. Oh, Mark. No. Anyway, so So your salad, did you, what did you do with the salad? Did you just quickly eat it while standing in line? Cause I've done that at a buffet before. I have put food on my plate and then eaten it while walking through the buffet to make more room on my plate to put more stuff on it. (laughs) How are, how are you? Does anyone not not know that this show comes from America? (laughs) (laughs) If they didn't know, now they know for sure. (laughs) I don't know why you don't look like me. You're in uh, because decent shape for somebody who eats on the way to get food out of a buffet. <laughs> I also stopped to eat uh, at a drive-thru on the way to a restaurant once. <laughs> <clears throat> were you, like, pre-gaming it? Yeah. Because you didn't Ed like and I were pre-gaming it one day. The restaurant doesn't exist anymore. It was called Wendy's in Topanga Canyon. Not Wendy's like the fast food joint. Uh, it was a tri-tip place we used to go to. Anyway, that's look, that's neither here nor there. My okay. my my terrible choices, my terrible food choices. Okay. Look, while we're on this subject, uh-huh. uh a lot of people make terrible decisions when they're drunk and okay. um like they'll wake up next to a person that they don't know 
Or, okay. you know, they'll, they'll wake up and, or it, like in a hotel room or something will have gone awry. My version of that is I will wake up and there will be a Doritos bag and a Star Crunch wrapper on the floor. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh man, how drunk did I get that I went to bed with Doritos? <laughs> These are like my sleep snack. Ah, oh, they're in my hair. Oh, <laughs> my like pillow the- has orange streaks on it. <laughs> You turn into Dom DeLuise in History of the World Part 1 every time you get drunk. <laughs> Treasure math! <laughs> uh, all right. We are 18 minutes into the episode, and we have yet to uh, mention the nine side dishes that are in contention. All right, Let's talk about go. these. Okay. Uh, also, not including gravy as a side dish, because gravy goes with everything. It's an- First of all, if you're treating gravy like a side dish... Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Well, I just know people will go like, you guys didn't mention gravy. That's the best side dish of all. Somebody oh my will God. say that. It'll happen. I, I my problem is when I, when I get the gravy, the gravy takes up like a third of my plate. So there's not room for other things. Wait, do you dip your food in gravy? <laughs> no, I was ma- trying to make a terrible callback that clearly didn't work. Yeah, I, I'm, um, gonna, I'm just going to ignore that. Gravy, gravy can take up 100% of the plate. Really? I love gravy. Do you make homemade gravy or do you do the, uh, like, uh, brown gravy powder or whatever it is? Uh, I've done both. I've done the Heinz jarred gravy. We've had that quite a bit. Wait, they have up. gravy in a jar? Yeah. Yeah. Heinz used to make it in a jar. And then yeah, you, uh, that. and then you would take the cap off of it and put it in the microwave and then forget how uh, hot it is when it comes out. Sure. And, and then just grab the glass it. jar, drop it on the floor, and then you have a kitchen full of gravy. Which is the goal all along, so I guess that's successful. Hi, I'm Hal Lublin, and this is Kitchen Full of Gravy. I will say I have made gravy before from scratch, and it was the best gravy. Like, homemade gravy is the best. We can agree on that. Oh, yeah. There's nothing We can, yeah. Homemade. Well, look, we can, we can take, yeah, that's the thing. For, For Thanksgiving, we can agree that the homemade version is the ideal version. Right, but we're also like, not gonna like the answer. The answer to this is not gonna be like my grandma's mashed potatoes are the best. It would be mashed potatoes in general, right? Yes, not one specific person's. Right, but I will say it will probably be we homemade is a thing we could add at the top of it because let's say hypothetically stuffing wins, a homemade stuffing is going to win, not that bag of croutons that you get wet and then. <laughs> put in the microwave. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's not, that's not real stuffing. Um, all right. So let, let's go to the list. Okay. Here we go. We got mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. We have uh, sweet potatoes or yams. Okay. We have uh, some sort of string bean casserole. Okay. We have um, stuffing or dressing. Okay. We've got uh, cranberry sauce in its many forms or cranberry relish. Okay. We've got uh dinner rolls, some sort of a roll, whether it's a biscuit or a roll. Hmm. We have macaroni and cheese. I feel like the dinner roll is more of an accessory. It it is, but it's but it's one of those things that's always at the table. You don't always have rolls with every single meal. Uh I'm Italian. So <laughs> yeah. That's true. You always have a roll in your pocket. Oh yeah, my grandmother used to get the uh, used to get the breadsticks from. Uh, I may have mentioned this in an episode before. Now that we've done enough of these, I'm going to start repeating myself in stories. Please. Um, have I mentioned my grandmother and the Olive Garden? 
Uh, I don't uh, remember, but I'm, I'm really curious to hear it again. <laughs> my grandmother, we would go to the Olive Garden and she would steal the breadsticks. Uh, and she would just, cause you'd get unlimited breadsticks. She would bring a big purse and she would fill her, her purse with these, uh, breadsticks. But so that her purse wouldn't get greasy, she would also steal large quantities of the cloth napkins because she would wrap each breadstick in a cloth napkin. So she would come out of there looking like she had rolled silverware, uh, like just stuffed down in her purse, but you'd unroll these individual, you know, uh, grease stained napkins and there would be a little breadstick inside for you for tomorrow. <laughs> they were unlimited. <laughs> it's not like they're missing the napkins. She's not going to put them out of business. Yeah. They're not going, um, Brad, you had 75 napkins at the beginning of this shift and now you have 61. <laughs> and yes, she would steal up to 14 napkins. Yes. Um, you know, a uh, a thieves dozen. There you go. <laughs> All right. So what's after? I'm eliminating rolls right now. Okay. That's if rolls wins best side dish at Thanksgiving. We are not doing our jobs right. I, I agree. Um, I think the other two have. Did I say corn already? You said uh, macaroni and cheese. Okay. So so corn, and then uh, uh-huh. some some sort of a squash, whether it's like a butternut squash or uh, sautéed or or like a squash casserole. Okay. I think that's all of them. If I've, if I've left anything off, if there's one item missing, I would say it's something like a steamed vegetable, like a broccoli or cauliflower. Who puts vegetables on a Thanksgiving plate? Yeah. You're supposed to drown them in cream of mushroom soup and make a casserole. Exactly. Oh, okay. Can we, can we jump to this one now so I can tell this mushroom story about my mom? Yes. But I, I will say the fact that she doesn't like mushrooms is a, is one of the reasons why I get along very well with her. Because she doesn't like mushrooms and you don't like any food. <laughs> oh, you're, you're so glad I can't curse right now. You're so glad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing clean on Max Fun. <laughs> so my mother hates mushrooms and she would make green bean casserole. You know, it's for those who don't know green bean casserole because uh, we have a few international listeners. Thanksgiving, everybody makes the same dishes pretty much. Everybody makes the same thing. And one of the most popular is uh, green beans. Mixed with cream of mushroom soup, uh, topped with, uh, fried onion straws and thrown in the oven until it crisps up. Did I get most of the ingredients right? Yes. Um, so my mother, who doesn't like mushrooms, instead of making it with cream of mushroom soup, she'll make it with, and I did not know that this even existed as, uh, a soup, because if you're eating this as soup, then, I mean, come on. Uh, it is cream of cheddar. Oh. Ha- yeah. Have you ever had cream of cheddar soup? That sounds redundant, but I... I w- <laughs> it looks like the liquid nacho cheese that you get on the side of an order of ballpark nachos. Okay. Oh. Uh, and this is... If this... If anyone is eating this like soup, I want to have dinner at your house. But um, <laughs> my mom would take this and mix it with green beans and uh and top it with uh top it with the onion straws. So what most people have where most people have a traditional Thanksgiving dish, in my house we have something that looks like a pothead came up with it. It is <laughs> it's just 
hey, man, get some nacho cheese and some of those green giants in there. And then uh, we'll put some French straws on top and uh, oh, throw that in the oven. Don't forget it's in there, though. Like <laughs> It's basically something that you would find stained on your shirt when you wake up after yeah. a night of drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, it just looks like all of the different elements of a meal that landed there. <laughs> not like not like they were put together in a purposeful order. Um, but that said, it is gosh darn delicious. Oh, I bet. It sounds mm-hmm. great. <laughs> but you guys didn't do the uh, the green bean casserole, yes? No, no, we did. We did. Uh, it was with cream of mushroom soup. And it, it was with the, the dirty onion straws on top. That Those were the, the brand that I always saw. Um, mm-hmm. We did French's. I don't know if that was a regional thing. Uh I think, I mean, they're all pretty much the same. I, I don't have any kind of sure. allegiance, uh, to brand there. But, uh, right. mean, to me, all casseroles are essentially the same thing. You take something healthy, you coat it in creamy soup, you put it in the oven for like 45 minutes, and then you throw fried onion strings on top of it and then serve it to people. <laughs> and that is, and that is a side dish. I mean, it's a really simple, I think it's one of those kind of like peasant dishes where you just, that's sort of the tradition of it. You just throw a bunch of stuff in a pot, cook it. And then mm-hmm. that's a side dish, and it's, it's and then delicious. top it with uh with either those onion straws or another classic is crumb, crumbled potato chips. Is that a classic? Oh yeah, I know a lot of people that do. I never did it growing up. We were never potato chips on top because we weren't allowed to have potato chips in the house. Um, but like crumbled potato chips on top of a casserole, just in general, not specifically this one. Wait, hold is, on a second. Uh, is a hold, thing. hold on. You had what? a Thanksgiving casserole made with basically cheese whiz, but you weren't allowed to have potato chips in the house? <laughs> what, what's the logic there? Uh, look, my family, uh, we have our value system in place, and we would appreciate it if you wouldn't question it. Now close the fridge. <laughs> and... While we close the fridge on that topic, let's open up the fridge of Maximum Fun and take a look at some of the other fantastic shows you can hear this holiday season on the Maximum Fun Network. Sounds delicious. Let's be honest. We live in a world with too much media. You need a podcast on the front lines figuring out what's great. We're here for you. We're Pop Rocket. I am Guy Branham. I'm a comedian. I'm Winter Mitchell. I call myself a digital strategist. <laughs> I'm Oliver Wang, academic and disc junkie. Margaret Wappler, je suis as journaliste. <laughs> and we watch, listen to, and read everything so that you don't have to. And then we tell you about all the things that you'll love to love. Find us in iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Pop Rocket, every Wednesday from Maximum the three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroys. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> And we're back. 
uh, so we were just talking about green bean casserole. Is that still in the running? I feel like that one might be in the running. That's a big one. Everybody loves the green bean casserole. Only the roles have Um, been eliminated so far. Well, I can eliminate, I can eliminate another one right now. Go ahead. Uh, look, it's delicious. We all eat it. We all love it. We make sure we make sugar out of it and we run our cars with it, but I'm taking corn off of the, off of the list. Yeah, corn is delicious. Creamed corn, even more delicious. And, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really like, it's kind of at every holiday meal. It's going to be at the yeah. Christmas table too. It's really filling. Like you want a side to, you want it to be filling. You want it to perfectly complement the main dish. Mm-hmm. And corn, I mean, corn does go along with a lot of stuff, but it's also very sweet. So sometimes it's, it's too much of a counterbalance to a nice savory bite of turkey with uh, gravy on it. So. I'm good with getting rid of corn. Okay. While we're, while you mentioned this, um, that it being on all of the tables and that being something that took it out of contention, what criteria, because I do like to have, um, a criteria that we're going on for this. Is this dishes that are traditionally only eaten once a year on Thanksgiving? No, I, I think a lot of, I think most of these side dishes are eaten all year round in some form, with the exception maybe of cranberry sauce. That's that's maybe a little less common on the dinner table year round. I'd say there are a few, and hear me out on this thought. Okay. Uh, we may be able to eliminate a lot, right? El- eliminate a lot of those nine right now, because I feel like for something to be a Thanksgiving, the best Thanksgiving side dish. It needs to be something that you have once a year that is special. You know what I mean? Un- unless you were making that green bean casserole all year round. Like, mashed potatoes are delicious, but I don't think Thanksgiving when I think mashed potatoes. Macaroni and cheese is delicious, but I don't think Thanksgiving when I think macaroni and cheese. When I think Thanksgiving, I think... I think the list is much shorter. It goes turkey gravy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um Stuffing, green bean casserole, cranberry sauce. That's for me, that's, that's the big, le- those are the big three. It's going to be one of those three. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And I, I just think for me, it's more what is the, what is traditionally at that table and what, what says Thanksgiving. And it may be that it's one of those three, but for me, it's also like if you say, if you say, oh, what, four, sorry, four sweet potatoes. Four. Sorry. Yes. So those four dishes. So if, if you were to say turkey and blank, what are you going to say next? It could be turkey. And oh, it depends potato. on, it depends on if it's Thanksgiving or if I'm bowling, I could say I got a turkey and then an extra strike after it, but then the rest of the game I played terribly. Right. Um, or I could say turkey and raspberry bacon chitlin slaw. Sure, sure you can. But, but what would, if you were to play Family Feud with this and put it mm-hmm. up there and survey a hundred people mm-hmm. who aren't all in the same, uh, trailer park where they're serving the bacon, cranberry, chitlin slaw or raspberry, mm-hmm. what would they say? What would the, what would the most common answers be? I think that gives you a sense gravy. of gravy. Well, gravy, of course, turkey and gravy or be turkey with right. gravy and, um, the, so I, and, and, and football and football. So everybody, that's, that's another one solved. Get a football. It would still, for me, I like, 
you'll you'll be hard pressed to convince me that uh mashed potatoes or mac and cheese are going to make that list. Well, I'm happy to get rid of mac and cheese right now. I was not aware that that was something that people had at their like at a certain point. Even I'm going to say that's too many carbs on the table. Yeah. This people talk about. I heard I heard so I don't know what what show I was listening to, but they were talking about Thanksgiving dinner and people always blame the tryptophan in the turkey. For the, uh, for the coma that you go into after Thanksgiving dinner. Right. It's like, oh man. Well, you know, there's tryptophan in Turkey and that makes you sleepy. It's like, no man, there is a trace amount of tryptophan in the Turkey, but you had 6,000 calories worth of bread, <laughs> carbs, pasta, potatoes. You think, I'm pretty sure that's why you're taking a nap right now, grandpa. <laughs> yeah, people. Oh, I shouldn't have had that one slice of turkey breast. <laughs> now, <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just because no I guarantee you, the, the person who just ate a piece of turkey and maybe a little salad is wide awake. <laughs> I could dare say the person who ate half a turkey and no side dishes is also wide awake. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> all right. Let's then let me let's eliminate a few more of these. I don't want to get mm-hmm. rid of mashed potatoes just yet, although I understand. I at least want to All get right. rid of, of squash first. Squash is great. Squash is delicious. Squash might be in a, in a casserole with green beans, and that would be the only thing that would get it to the table. But on their own, they just don't stack up against the big four or five. Agreed? Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Though I, I'll tell you another quick story about uh, about butternut squash. My mother and I cooked a butternut squash one year for Thanksgiving, and all we did was dice it. And hit it with all of the spices you would use on pumpkin pie. So, uh, nutmeg, cloves, cinnamon, allspice. Um, that was what, that was how we made our, uh, our butternut squash, just diced and roasted. Okay. And, uh, I said, mom, we got to salt this. She said, we don't salt it. I said, yeah, you got to salt it. There's, I mean, you can't, you, you can't roast this thing without putting salt on it. That's, it'll just be bland. She's like, we're not salting it. It's not, it doesn't need salt. Salt's not good for your diet. And um, she put them in the oven, and as soon as her back was turned, I took them out of the oven, and I salted them and put them back in, um, which is, in my mother's kitchen, taking your life into your own hands. <laughs> but when it got to the table, she looked at me sideways and then took a bite of it and agreed that it needed the salt. So, bam, take that, mom. <laughs> yeah, um, hey. But be, you have to be careful. You do live in a low-sodium household with no potato chips. So just have some extra liquid cheese with a couple <laughs> of green beans in it and some fried onions. Think about your health, Mark. Think about your health. Yeah, That's all you know what? For. You know what? You're right. I'm going to dunk these green beans in this nacho dip. <laughs> I can't wait for your mother and sister to hear this episode. I love you both, ladies. And I miss you, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Um, my sister and I last year, so my sister came to New York to visit for Thanksgiving and we went to watch the Macy's Day Parade, which I will only ever call it the Macy's Day Parade. Sure. And, um, and my, first of all, my sister got up at five in the morning, even though we didn't get down there until 10 a.m. My sister got up at 5 a.m. so she could get ready because this is going to be on television, um, was her, was her rationale for that. She'd kill me if she heard this episode. For saying that. Um, and then we, uh, we went over to, uh, my friend, uh, Janelle, uh, and her mother, uh, had us over for Thanksgiving dinner with, uh, another friend of ours, Deborah Lee. And 
my sister and I for the Thanksgiving dinner, our contribution was drum roll, please, a turducken oh. that we handmade. We didn't go buy a turducken. We made a turducken. For those of you who don't know, a turducken is a chicken stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a turkey. Um, it's the human centipede of foods. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> But we just did it with a, we just did it with a breast. What we did, we did it. We took a turkey breast, pounded it flat, um, layer of stuffing. Then, um, then a duck breast, pounded flat, layer of stuffing. Uh, then a, or then a chicken breast, layer of stuffing, then a duck breast, all pounded flat and rolled up. So we made a roulade. We made a, a breast roulade. It wasn't quite a full size turducken. Sounds good. Because those can be unruly. But oh man, it was good. I was, that's one of the, the dishes I am most proud of. When this episode comes out, I will, I'll post a picture of the, uh, of the turducken. Remind me to do that, Hal. I'll forget. Uh, perfect. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're not talking about main courses. We're talking about side dishes. Yes, we are. So, but squash is gone. This, All right. This. Squash, you're not the best. Okay. Um, so that leaves us with stuffing slash dressing. Uh huh. And as a, as a point of distinction, dressing is what it's served outside of the bird and it's never put right. inside the bird and stuffing. They're, they're the same thing. It's just a question of how they're, uh, how they're cooked. If they're cooked inside the bird or on their own. Right. Uh, My mother always cooked it on the outside. Mm-hmm. So she calls it dressing and uh, so corrects like- us every year. <laughs> and every year we keep calling it stuffing just so that she can correct us because it's tradition now. <laughs> We, we called it stuffing too, even though I think we rarely cooked it inside of the bird. But I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if it's well made, it can be in or outside of the bird. I'll enjoy it just as much. Um, sure. We still have mashed potatoes. We have green bean casserole, yams, and cranberry. Okay. Um, I need you, I'm going to need you to make a case for mashed potatoes because I think mashed potatoes, I think KFC. Okay. Uh, to me, I did not have mashed potatoes a lot growing up. It was, uh, why are you keep, why do you keep harping on these dang mashed potatoes then? It was a rare side dish, but the one time a year that we would have it, for sure, it was always at the Thanksgiving table. And when I think oh, of okay. turkey with gravy, I, the, to me, the phrase is turkey with gravy and mashed potatoes. Or See, I think that, I feel like that's what you were trying to bait me into saying earlier. Well, I'm just telling you, I think it's, I think it's something that a lot of people <laughs> think of as, as a, as a signature side dish of Thanksgiving. So it doesn't, Okay. Even though you may have it throughout the year, it's really it really is a thanks. You can't ding it just because it also makes other appearances. That just speaks to to it being a flexible side dish. Yeah, I don't want a flexible side dish to win this. I want a distinctly Thanksgiving side dish to win this. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I if you want to eliminate mashed potatoes, I want to eliminate cranberries. How dare you? Because I think that they're gross. And I think they're a divisive <laughs> food. People either love them or hate them. Okay. My, and I, I grew up with a mother who took the canned cranberry, not cranberries, oh. the canned cranberry gelatin, and then put it in a mm-hmm. bowl with like walnuts and mandarin oranges, which to me was uh-huh. like something I didn't want to eat, and then ensuring I wouldn't go near it. Wait, you don't like walnuts or mandarin oranges? I, I do like them on their own. I, it's not like I <laughs> – you may like a lot of – like you might like asparagus. Chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream and potato chips. 
but you're not going to mash them together into one dish and try and serve it to people. They just look. You take here's what you do: you slice up some asparagus, you mix it with some chocolate ice cream, and then you top it with crumbled potato chips, (laughs) and then that's a casserole. That's true. That is your asparagus casserole. That was your dessert casserole. Yeah, that's my dessert casserole that my mother would make to go with the nacho casserole. Yeah. You, anyway. You, <laughs> um, but I think that cranberry is device. It's definitely a signature side dish, but I don't think it's the mm-hmm. best. Like if, and, and the people who get cranberry, I've noticed that they don't tend to go back for seconds or thirds. They get one thing of cranberry. It's almost like, um, calling somebody like, Oh, I'm supposed to call you once a month. So I'm going to make my phone call. We'll talk to each other. It'll be great. And then I don't have to call you for another month. I feel like which family member do you really not like that you're admitting to this about? Oh, I'll never tell. I'll never ever tell. (laughs) Sorry, Bill. Um, (laughs) no, it's that, but it's that it feels like an obligation more than a tradition to me. Um, all right. Well, I, uh, I make my cran. I, I'm very proud of my cranberry sauce. Okay. Can I tell you what I do? How I make my cranberry sauce? I would love to hear. Okay. Um, first thing I do is I cut some oranges in half. Okay. Okay. Um, if I, if there's four people, I'll cut two oranges in half, squeeze out the juice, save the orange peels of, or the, you know, half orange, the orange rind, the, just the half things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just enough juice to add to a, uh, the pot where I have put fresh cranberries and sugar and a little bit of that orange juice and a little bit of water. And I reduce them all down until they become this delicious cranberry syrupy, sugary sauce with the orange juice. Hit it with a little Grand Marnier, with, which is an orange liqueur that's delicious. Um, you know, keep them on the stove for a while until it just becomes this super dense cranberry sauce. Uh, then I scoop it out. I mean, you know, spice and whatever and all the cinnamon and, uh, you know, orange zest and things that you got to put in there. Uh, and then, uh, take it out of the pot and scoop it into those little half orange shells that I've created. That way you would love this, that you don't get all the cranberry sauce all over the stuff that you don't want cranberry sauce on your plate. I do appreciate that. Yeah. And then top the whole thing with chopped pecans. Cause in the South, you put pecans on everything. Oh, we didn't talk about dessert. Well, that's pecan pie may be a great side dish for Thanksgiving. I mean, that may, can you count a pecan pie as a side dish? No, desserts are not side dishes. This is a separate, we'll we'll have Thanksgiving again next year. We can do best dessert then. All right. You know what? We're going to do an episode as of whether or not desserts are side dishes too. (laughs) That's fair. Um, I will will agree that at a future date. I will say this, as most, um, as most families tend to do what yours did, or even worse, just slide the gelatin out of the can and slice it into discs. Yep. Have you seen that version? Oh, sure yeah. I have, sure. Um, even though it is one of the traditional Thanksgiving dishes, but you're really laying into me that I, I'm all about the, the, traditionally thanksgiving and you're all about the what's the best side for it so we're we're you know shooting each other in this duel yeah so we're i'm eliminating a delicious side dish and you are eliminating one of the more traditional thanksgiving sides yes okay so that leaves us now we have three now that we've agreed that we've both just you know 
murdered each other. Yeah, we've canceled. Not, not a lot. Just just a little in our hearts. Just a little in our hearts. Just a little bit. And look, we yeah. had both of our standards have been satisfied. Yes. You that's eliminated fair. something so, that feels traditional, and I've eliminated something I think tastes terrible. So so we, so we have you think everything tastes terrible except chicken fingers. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm hooked on chicken fingers being the only thing you eat. Yeah, the the truth is it's scrambled eggs. I love scrambled eggs. Is it really? It's my favorite thing. Do you make them well at home? Yes, I make great scrambled eggs. Good. Um do you now just getting on a scrambled egg tangent cuz I love cooking eggs. Do you subscribe to the keep it constantly moving theory? Yes. I constantly from, even from from the get-go. Yes. Okay. I've heard a lot of chefs say that. I give it maybe uh, a couple seconds to sit and start cooking, and then I start moving it. So you've got to have something okay. to you, the cooked areas. You're moving to the side to cool while you heat up what's still left over that's raw. And I also sure. I don't blend. Well, I didn't. I my the I wasn't saying. Do you just put it in there and leave it? Then you're going to make a frittata, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. But do I you? Uh, what do you? To move, I give it a second to start setting before I start moving it. Sure. What do you do? You, what do you do? You put anything in your scrambled eggs before they go in the pan? No, I just I scramble them in a bowl beforehand, and then I cook them. Okay. I like a looser. I like a looser egg. I don't like them really uh, scrambled hard. Okay. And it's just uh, uh, no milk. I do a little bit of water and then salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I I love the taste so much that I don't need to add anything to it. I do like ketchup huh. on eggs, but I don't need it. I could eat it just as it is and be perfectly happy. All right. Anyway, so that was veering off for a moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> so here's the side dishes that are left. The side dishes that are left on the list are uh, sweet potatoes, uh, stuffing or dressing, yes, and green bean casserole. Yes. Um, okay. W- which one would you eliminate next? Because I I know which one I would eliminate. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about sweet potatoes. How do you do – so? because in the South, I think – I feel like in the South and the North, while there's a lot of crossover on the Thanksgiving dishes, I think th- some things are more important in other areas. In the South, sweet potato uh, sweet potato casserole or sweet potato pie with marshmallows on toasted on top uh, and pecans scattered throughout are is a, is a pretty traditional and highly regarded Thanksgiving dish. Is – are sweet potatoes not as important in the North? No, 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 they're important too. And casserole is, is the more traditional way to serve them. I know sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be, um, boiled. They'll be like sort of chunked up, but you'll still put some sort of marshmallow or butter on top of them. Uh, you could also mm-hmm. make a mash out of them. Uh, you can do them baked. So they're really, they're really, uh, a very uh, versatile sort of vegetable or starch. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't personally care for sweet potatoes a great deal. I, I do like it. I'm the the way it's made in the South is my favorite way because it's got that brown sugar and pecans or walnuts on top. So it makes mm-hmm. – I can't have too much of it. It's one that I'll take a little bit of and enjoy it. But it's just uh, – there's something about sweet potatoes that I'm not 100% on board with. I wouldn't eliminate it here immediately though because I recognize that it's – it's like that is very much tied to Thanksgiving and it does taste good. Um, yeah. So We do so, – look – in the South, we do everything better. Uh, granted, there was about 500 years where we got one thing really wrong. 
Are we in like the middle really, of those really years? wrong? What's that? I said, are we in the middle of those five hundred years? So I feel like uh, it's some it's tapering off. Happening. It's tapering <laughs> off. <laughs> Finally. Well, okay. So to see here, here's the thing. For me, it comes down to two. And I know we could tell oh, we've already- uh, before you before you go on really quickly. Yeah. And this is only based on something you said. Has anyone created a drinking game yet out of us saying, here's the thing? No, but they should. If you want to get really hammered. (laughs) Here's the thing. If you want to get really hammered. (laughs) uh, All right. So uh, continue. I'm sorry, sir. Well, I was going to say, I think it's a two horse race and we've already Mm -hmm. talked about casseroles and I don't think the the green bean casserole is going to cut it. So to me, you don't think that, um, it's between stuffing slash dressing and sweet potatoes slash yams. Do you, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. I would, I, as much as I love my mom's, uh, nacho cheese casserole, I, I think it, it may not be traditional. It really does and, sound uh, great. It's pretty good, but we will eliminate the green bean casserole and we are down to sweet potatoes versus stuffing. Yes. Uh, uh, how do you make your stuffing? So I, we used to do just Stouffer's. That was what we did. My mother, um, go to what she could, but she was constantly in pain, uh, when I was growing yeah. up. So it was sort of because of you. Easier. Well, because of me, I caused her <laughs> mental and physical pain. Yeah. Anguish. Constantly. It was, yeah, it was, it was mental anguish. I get it. Yeah. Um, so I, I still loved stuffing. Like I, any dish that has stuffing with it, I'm not a huge, I don't like mushrooms. So. That's kind of a landmine in a lot of stuffings. But then I went to, to Florida with, with my lovely wife to visit mm-hmm. for Christmas for the first time. This was t- uh, 10 years ago almost. And mm-hmm. they had a dressing that is made with chicken, hard boiled egg, cornbread, um, and a traditional stuffing and broth. It's and, and onion and it's the greatest dish i've ever eaten in my life what what do you mean when you say uh, you mentioned all the things that it had in it and then you said and traditional stuffing it has like a like stuffing had- mix they're like they're almost like croutons so you put like a dry mix in you also make cornbread and put it in you also get mm-hmm. like a cornish hen and you pull it apart and that goes in and you mm-hmm. chop up hard-boiled eggs and they go in and you saute onions and they go in and then you pour in this like chicken broth and it makes this sort of soupy mix and then you, you cook it in a, in a baking dish in like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a nine by 13 or nine by nine or whatever. And it is, it's incredible. It's so good. <laughs> and I've had it um, many years in a row now. And every year it's great. I've made it myself like that, but, but I like any stuffing, but that one to me um, is the ultimate. You know, it's funny that you say that because. I'm going to go ahead and say that just because of that, uh, we may have found our winner. And I'll tell you why. Uh, the stuffing that you just described how it's made mm-hmm. before I heard the, the, the description of it, I was preparing to tell you how my mother makes her stuffing on sure. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realize now I don't need to because it is nearly identical. <laughs> and it is minus the, uh, minus the croutons, which I am not on board with. 
And also minus the Cornish game hen, which I am way on board with, <laughs> uh, which I will pitch to my mom this year. Yeah. Um, I, that is, that is among my top three favorite dishes of the entire year. Yep. It's a, it's a whole cornbread done in a cast iron skillet that my grandmother owned. Mm-hmm. Um, so this skillet's been passed down forever. Exactly what you said. Crumbled up, hard boiled eggs, celery, uh, onion, the chicken broth, the whole thing. I don't know why I'm repeating you. Um, <laughs> I just said I don't need to repeat you and then I went on to repeat you. Um, it's, it's worth saying. And it point. really is, uh, I like the sweet potato casserole. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Yes. But the thing that I'm going to reach for in the fridge on Friday, uh, first is going to be that stuffing and I will fill I mean, I will make a mountain on a plate. Amen, brother. Um, yeah. There's something about that stuffing that it, it provides the perfect nap late in the second quarter of the Dallas or of the Dallas Cowboys or the, uh, or the Detroit Lions game. Yes. Depending on which one's on first. Absolutely. Well, then, uh, let me just say this. People of the world. Specifically, the United States, who celebrates right. Thanksgiving. Right, you can't say people of the world, but because hey, not everyone has the same Thanksgiving as us. If you're somewhere else on the globe, you should try making a Thanksgiving dinner. You don't have to celebrate the holiday. Just enjoy the food. It's a really well-put-together meal. But the one thing mm-hmm. you must include, in whatever form you like best, you can put sausage in it. You could put peppers in it if you want. You can put anything you want in a stuffing, and it will taste great. Because at the end of the day... It's just a big pot full of love. And that's what you want on your plate in Thanksgiving. You want a big pot of love so you can scoop love onto your plate and eat it while your relatives have very awkward arguments around you about politics and religion and <laughs> who got a new belly button ring and, oh, I see you got a new tattoo and how's Tad doing? Why isn't he here for the holiday? So make sure <laughs> people of the of the world and of the United States – that you're aware when you're putting together your Thanksgiving meal that the very best side is stuffing slash dressing. And may I also offer that while you are preparing this Thanksgiving meal, you should totes watch the Macy's Day Parade, see all the amazing floats, and watch all the new show tunes. There you go. Asked and answered by no one, but answered yeah. by us. Answered by us, asked by also us. Um, so that topic is settled. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. And, uh, I would like to give some thanks right now, Hal. Please. It seems appropriate to do that for Thanksgiving. Do it. I would like to thank, uh, our musicians. I would like to thank Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein for our song and our score. And I would like to give thanks as well. I'd, I'd like to give thanks to Ken Plume for doing all the mixing and mastering on our episodes. And I would like to give thanks to Uri Kelman, who designed our wonderful logo. And I want to thank Len Peralta, who designed our really, really cool poster that's now available at the Maximum Fun store. Amen. Uh, I would also love to thank you, our listeners, uh, very, very much. And from the bottom of my heart, with all sincerity... Thank you for listening to the show. There's a lot to be thankful for this year. And um, you guys listening to our little show is one of them uh, that I hold very close to my heart. And uh, so thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
Happy Thanksgiving. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.